0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Fresh Out the Podcast. I am the board game guru and game master extraordinaire, Jahanan.
1: I am the retired child crimes and human trafficking detective, Casualty CDG, but you can call me Gary.
2: i am the professional media and movie mastermind the fun house drew munhausen but i'm actually drew munhausen from a different multiverse but i just have come to this multiverse to podcast this week um i'm actually the exact same as the drew from this multiverse i'm just from a different multiverse how does your
1: multiverse work how is exactly it exactly the
2: same as this one
1: it's just the same Mm-hmm. literally or... identical do you have to pay for food in yours also? Yes. And red lights are red, green lights are green?
2: Yes. Pizza bowls? It's all the same. Hmm. It's all the same.
1: Who do you think's raising your child uh, and taking care of your wife in that other dimension while you're here?
2: You know, <laughs> oh, that's a good question.
1: <laughs> is, it just, is it the other guy who's... I just who
2: created you're... an incursion.
1: <laughs> oh, no.
2: <clears throat>
1: There's
0: uh, an incursion in my pantry. Oh.
1: There always is, though.
2: um you know last week we talked dr strange um with Chantage. that was awesome having him as a guest but one thing we didn't talk about was that there was a new avatar trailer that premiered before dr strange gary did you get to see this
1: so I I i think you
2: mentioned you got there late to your screening
1: yeah i was in the i was in line getting popcorn and cola. Annie and I got the the combo number one. That's two large drinks and a large popcorn. Uh, but you see, there was there was a, a line at the concession stand, buddy. So we were we were at the whimsy of the counter people.
2: Jihad, did you get to see this trailer? I did see it. Um. So as this is kind of our our like gonna say filler but that sounds that sounds bad but like wow. you know this is our what we've been watching episode you know we did our big review of dr strange last week um but for, we didn't talk about this i wanted to, to just mention it because we're back in the times where i guess movie theaters have to be doing somewhat well again they obviously knew knew dr strange was going to have big business um so they had the avatar trailer excuse me avatar the way of water trailer exclusively before Doctor Strange for a while before putting it online. Um so I was interested to see this just because say what you will about Avatar. James Cameron ha- hasn't really missed in a long time and his uh and Avatar was his last movie. It's been thirteen years. Um Jahan, what did you think of this trailer?
0: Hey man. So I have opinions for sure uh avatar uh more like who gives a damn Avatar, uh dude it's been how long it's been like 20 years (laughs) since avatar i don't even know man 13 it's been 13 years since the original avatar like the hype's gone man like i don't care anywhere like if this had come out like six years ago i would still be hyped but like it's just so
2: little so late and it's are you betting against it I don't think it's going to be... So, like, the first one... You don't think it's going to ma- make a lot of money? Oh, it's definitely going to th- make... It's going to make all I, the money. I don't
1: think he said those words. <laughs> it's going to make all the
2: money. It's going to make every
0: every penny. It's going to make all the money. <laughs> Everyone's going to go see this movie. I'm going to go see it. Everyone's going to see it. So then the hype is real. There I, is hype, then. I mean, sure. But, like, I mean, you know, Fast and Furious movies get, make a bunch of money, but they're trash. You know what I mean? Like, this is just optical, you know, cocaine... Uh, with people having sex with ponytails. Like, it's just...
1: So, Netflix has this series called, like, Other Worlds or something, where it's different. Every episode is a different imaginary planet with imaginary creatures that could theoretically exist. Uh, But the show is really bad, and a lot of the creatures are really stupid. But Avatar is that. It's just another world, except it has James Cameron's vision and James Cameron's budget everybody likes to watch pretty colors and aliens on a different planet. That's that why everyone's really going to go cool. see it. it. It transcends cultures. You, you know, you don't really have to have a lot of words whenever you're showing a story like that. And that's the reason it's going to be so big because it's going to be beautiful and it's going to be something everyone around the world can understand.
0: Yeah. I don't know, man. Like it's just, uh, a poor retelling of like, <laughs> you know, native American stories, uh, Veiled as blue people with unobtainium. I don't know. It's not the best. So, first off, it's not the best. I like the first one. It was entertaining. It was cool. It even revolutionized cinema at the time. Like, I remember, like, it was a big deal. And it was a movie going experience. Uh, I don't know that this movie is going to innovate on that level. And. It's just, I'm not as excited for it. I don't, like, why is it the way of water? Like, I guess we'll find out. Are there, like, Navi living in the sea? Well, I know that they
2: filmed a huge portion of this underwater. Like, they Mm. had the big water tanks. That's the type of stuff Cameron likes to do. And um, a lot of the photos from productions of this movie are are people in their, you know, the motion capture body suits in water tanks. So I think there's going to be a lot of underwater stuff. But you touched on something, I think, gary i can't remember which of y'all just said it about the movie being beautiful etc i mean that's pretty much what the trailer was like the trailer had very little dialogue it didn't really tell any kind of plot um but it was just mostly visuals like big sweeping landscapes there was a lot of water things that like oceans and things i thought it looked gorgeous like i mean it really looked pretty and um I don't know. I'm. I just can't help but be super intrigued by it. I get what you're saying, Jahan. I think like because Avatar made so much money and maybe hasn't had otherwise a huge cultural impact, it's become kind of a punching bag for people. I rewatched it last year, um, and enjoyed it again. Um, at least you know for what it. it is. I do need to rewatch. And. I also I also am fresh off of a Disney World trip where I just went to the Pandora Land and like was rode dope, the Avatar yeah. rides, and I feel like that also kind of gave me a renewed interest in it all. So I, I you know I do have that going for me, but I don't know I can't help but be intrigued and kind of excited. It's like I was just more curious to see if there were any thoughts. Not that the trailer really shows that much, but I thought what it yeah. showed looked really nice. What it
0: showed looked really cool. Uh, they seem to be connecting their ponytails to fish now, uh, so that's weird. Um but so I did notice some I'm not sure if I saw what I saw. I was trying to see the trailer again to see if I saw what I saw, but cuz they have the avatars which are what the Na'vi are when they're being controlled by humans uh walking in the army base or whatever and
2: I think they didn't have their ponytails. And there was there was at least one for sure it looked like and I don't know if it was Jake the main one um, I think his name's Jake' Scully. Jake Scully no Jake Scully's living living it out in the wilds now, yeah but there was some where it looked like they had the ones working with the military and they had like crew cuts and stuff yeah that's yeah they it had looked- crew cuts and like that so when they
0: do all the stuff with their ponytail, it's like they were castrated and it was really interesting because like of what happened with Jake Scully they're like well, you guys can't have sex with. The Navi, if we cut off their and like, which is really weird, but it's just something I noticed, and it's a wild theorization, and I have nothing to back it up, but it's just, uh, I'll just leave that there. They cut them off from being able to connect with the Navi God or the animals uh, to prevent
2: any future traitorship, I guess. Gary, do you feel like you you missed out since you didn't get to see this trailer?
1: No. no not even a little and in fact when it comes out i'm i unless someone expressly sends it to me uh it'll probably just go right by on my group messages i probably won't click it and watch it i don't really care i know what to expect already we all know what to expect we all saw the first one we know what the second one's gonna be like there's not a twist that who cares whatever
2: and the, the third
1: one is probably going to be just like the first one and the second one.
2: Well, I um, I just wanted to bring it up because we had, you know, fully loaded Doctor Strange discussion last week, but we didn't talk about that. But that was a big thing in the media, just how it was. Yeah. Uh, you know, only showing before that. Um, so yeah, do I'm you sure, all want to talk sure it has... about
1: what beautiful music right that we don't really get to see or hear yet it probably has an awesome soundtrack that's orchestral and it's got horns and strings and a, and a full symphony uh it's probably got all that stuff that's just what i expect you know what i mean we, we all expect yeah. it but there's it's gonna be good there's gonna be no surprise
2: um well what uh what have y'all been watching this week who wants to kick it off Go ahead, go ahead. I don't have very much to be honest. So,
1: so I actually I, I got I I opened up Netflix again. Not no not Netflix Hulu. I opened up Hulu. I've been we've been paying for Hulu. We have HBO through Hulu, but I haven't opened Hulu since like Wu Tang ended last year. Every now and then I'll pop it on and be like, oof, there is nothing to watch on Hulu. But I did see that Young Rock season two is ongoing. In fact, it may be towards the end already. I'm getting I'm getting caught up, but it's more of Uh, The Rock, which I like The Rock. I grew up with The Rock. I like Young Rock. It's got three different rock actors. Uh, Maybe even has four because there's like a college age, a high school age, a little kid, and then The Rock. So it it shows all these different parts of his life and the different characters. We still, this episode I watched introduced Pat Patterson uh, and introduced him as the first openly gay wrestler, which I didn't know that he was the first openly gay wrestler. And he was tag team wrestlers with The Rock's grandpa and in the locker room the guys used to give pat patterson crap because he was gay and the rocks grandpa walked right up to him and kissed him on the list before a match it was like good luck out there pat and that was his way of showing the whole locker room like if you fuck with pat patterson you have to fuck with uh you know the high chief mayavia so it's kind of cool to see these background wrestling stories and see what goes on and all these side characters you know uh still a great show i still love young rock but i'm a mark for wrestling i'm mark for the rock um uh, I got nothing but love for it. And I can't binge watch it. After I watch like one or two episodes, I'm totally cashed out and completely bored by the whole show and every aspect of it. I can't explain why. I have no idea. So
2: you like it, but <clears> you <throat>
1: just have to like it in small doses. Correct. I like it and I cannot binge watch it. Some, I, I almost some wish shows I could. Like
2: some shows are just like
1: it. It's one of those, man. It's just, it, it, it's, it's not great. We started talking <laughs> about uh,
0: Legion. Uh, last week, and yeah, I stopped watching that show because it was causing me to like start to panic. Like it was causing actual issues in me. Like I started like getting sweaty. I was like, "Oh shit, I'm about to have a panic!" Like because it, it, it really I can feeds see you. That, man. It feeds you yeah. into the psychosis, and like I started like freaking out a little bit and it got me.
1: Yeah, Legion definitely feeds on that psychosis. Yeah, some shows you uh, just can't
0: watch. Over and
1: over again. Also on Hulu is one of the uh, one of the old favorites of the show, a fresh out the box fan favorite. One of our number one shows, we all love it. Uh, if you're a fan of Rob Riggle or you're a fan of the Muppets, uh, I'd like to introduce to you. Holy moly, season two is back on the map, baby! Um, episode one has all sorts of great things, like people in costumes. Uh, falling off of traps and trying to putt-putt golf on hazardous courses. (laughs) Uh, Episode 1 features the Muppets as sort of the side uh, joke. So uh, Rob Riggle's cutting up with the Muppets. I like the Muppets, so uh, holy moly with the Muppets, baby. It's got everything you could ever want. Uh, I don't know what else to say about holy moly. I've talked about it a ton of times. It's a competition show, uh, kind of like Extreme Ninja Warrior right? Or most extreme elimination challenge where you mix with putt-putt golf. And now, now it's season four. Joe Tessitore as the second commentator to Rob Riggle is hilarious. Still. I think he's gotten even funnier. There's something about his professional commentator voice and stature and just the way that he speaks that whenever he burns people and cuts people, it's so, so funny Uh, Maybe just because he's so articulate and so intelligent. But watch more Holy Moly. I know Jahan's family was uh, kind of fans of The Floor is Lava. And Holy Moly is another one of those kind of silly competition shows that you can just turn off, turn on at a whim and feel decent enough while you're watching it. Not be too invested.
2: Almost a year ago, when we first started this podcast, you spoke about that show on some of the first few episodes. And I did go... And watch some of it and boy is it entertaining.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's just good clean fun. Um, let's see. The last thing I've been watching <laughs> this week. Oh man, I'm laughing looking at my list. So this is an HBO show. And I didn't even know what was happening. I didn't know I'd never heard about the show. It's called The Baby. Uh I, I no one has said anything. I hadn't seen a trailer, I hadn't seen a preview, I just saw the baby. And the trailer is like the silhouette or not the the cover is a silhouette of a baby. And then like the silhouette of a monster, like the shadow in the background. And I was like, oh, yeah, like this, this looks good. I clicked on the synopsis and (laughs) it says horror comedy. And I was like, "Okay, like the baby horror comedy. I'm on board. I like where this is headed. In the story, a woman in her like mid 30s, all of her friends are starting to have kids and she doesn't really know what her vision for her life is. Uh, so she takes like a weekend trip to get away and while she is getting away uh, a woman falls from a cliff and just explodes and dies on the ground next to her so she's just covered in blood and then 10 seconds later a baby falls from the sky and she catches it Uh, she calls the police the police take the baby. They drive like eight feet down the road and crash into a cliff and a boulder slams on top of their car and everyone dies except for the baby. So she goes and she gets the baby. She's frustrated. She leaves. She goes to the gas station, dumps the baby inside, goes back to her car. Her car won't start. She looks over at the gas station and sees a shelf fall on the attendant and kill him. And the baby's just sitting there on the floor like chilling, laughing about it. So it's just this this show with this cursed baby where everyone around it dies and the main character is handling it like any rational person would. She's like terrified of the baby but wants to try to help the baby because it's just a baby. Um, the baby on HBO Max, it's got a lot of comedic horror in it. Dead bodies and a baby did it, sort of. Uh, <laughs> now
2: that is super intriguing.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I sold no, you guys. I
2: will it. watch this.
1: <laughs> it's uh it's a uh, it's good. I, we've watched two episodes of The Baby. I think the third episode comes out. Well, I guess it'll be the fourth episode at the time it's recording. I think it comes out Saturday nights on HBO, which is good. You don't have to wait late on a Sunday to watch it. You can just kind of feed yourself this trash on a Saturday night. Uh, which is exactly what I would recommend doing. It's just a good laugh. It's you're not watching missing any quality content here. Um but I'll pass the ball if you guys are watching anything, why don't you tell me what you're watching and later I'll talk about what I'm playing.
2: I'll go because I have a movie that I've been wanting to rave about for a while now and I've just put it off because we wanted to talk Doctor Strange last week. Um I went to the theater and saw The Northman. Um this is the new uh viking epic film uh directed by robert eggers who did the witch and the lighthouse and um this is kind of his more like studio movie uh, a huge cast you've got alexander Skarsgård, nicole kidman anya taylor joy ethan hawk bjork willem defoe like oh, there's a lot of people in this um clays bang who's in it who i really wasn't familiar with before he plays um A main character in it he's really really great anyway i uh is
1: ethan hawk a weird creepy bad guy again no okay because i can't wait to see black phone because i can't i just want to see more ethan hawk as a creepy bad guy i'm really digging it
2: um so this movie is is a as simple as it gets from a plot standpoint, like it's it's a revenge movie, you know, of a boy who sees his his father get killed and his mother get kidnapped. And so he deems revenge on, you know, he 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 basically dedicates his life to getting vengeance for his father and to rescue his mother. And so he goes off and, um, you know, raised raised as like a berserker among a, a, a group of vikings and then eventually goes off on his own on his quest and alexander skarsgård in this like just his demeanor and size and everything like he's huge he's ripped he looks incredible the way this movie shot the the story that every i mean it's just it everything about this is so good i i was i went in thinking like oh this is going to be pretty good and i i was blown away by it i mean there's a scene near the beginning where he's with the berserker vikings and they go to raid a village and a guy for at the top of the village wall throws a spear alexander skarsgård's viking and skarsgård catches the spear midair throws it back at the guy and impales him and it's all one continuous shot as then he continues on and then starts climbing the wall with only his axe and and as they raid this village It's just everything in this movie blew me away. And like the Viking lore and mythology, it does get into some like supernatural or the way that he lives his life. He he feels like um,
1: I thought this movie might be like a little more historical. Right. So I didn't want to watch it because I thought it might be kind of scary, kind of violent and kind of rapey uh, to be completely. It's uh, definitely violent.
2: There's definitely violence, and th- I mean, it, it, I, yes, it. Because I mean, because it's Viking raid, so yeah, you know, they take the women, and yeah, it gets into all that. There's nothing from that standpoint visually that's too gratuitous from like the rape standpoint. There's some definite gratuitous violence in this. Um, so if that bothers you, then then maybe steer clear. But like otherwise, I don't know. I just, you know, the main character. I don't know why I'm having such trouble vocalizing it. Like he lives his life by certain guidelines. So, so he, and almost like from a religious standpoint and, and fate and destiny and things like that play into it. So like when he finally is close to the person he's trying to get revenge on, like he's not just going to kill him when he has the opportunity because fate determines he has to do it in certain circumstances with a certain weapon Things like that. And so it's all about the build-up to it. And I just thought everything in it was was so well done. So I uh, give the highest of praise to The Northmen. I like Robert Eggers' previous movies, too. But this one was just particularly good to me. Um, so anyway.
1: Is it the, the kind of movie we're going to hear about again next year during Oscar season?
2: I don't know. I don't know if it would get Oscar play. Um, I'd be interested to see... I don't know, but I'll say this. Nicole Kidman uh, plays the mother in this. I'm not like a huge Nicole Kidman fan in general. This is for sure the best role I've seen her have in a long time. Like, she's really good. Um, Anya Taylor-Joy is really good. Everybody in it is really good. Which Skarsgård is it? Alexander. Alexander Skarsgård. He has played Tarzan Hmm. in the past. Alexander Skarsgard is a man with a code that's about to stop playing by the rules. Like I want it. This is just one of those movies I want to gush about, like talk about the plot, but I don't want to spoil it because no. I want people to go see it. So I will. Uh, I'll end it there for that. And then uh, as far as other stuff I've been watching, so before Doctor Strange, I was doing a lot of my homework, um, but not in the sense of watching MCU movies. In the sense of watching. Raimi movies and you know I've talked in the past few weeks like I'd watched the evil dead trilogy again and I'd watched dark man and things and I've been watching um some more of Raimi's movies that are non non non-horror non-superhero because he had like a stint there where he was doing some more studio work where he did a movie called the quick and the dead um, which is a western that is awesome it's it's really fun and then a simple plan uh have either of y'all seen these movies either of these movies no mm, i don't think so um the quick and the dead it stars sharon stone and gene hackman and russell crow it was one of russell crow's like first american movies um leonardo DiCaprio is in it uh anyway it's it's great it's just a simple like quick draw movie you know that where they're having a like a like a quick draw competition in a city, and uh, it's it's really fun and it's super rain-y, Um, especially considering it's a western. So I recommend it. And then A Simple Plan was his probably his most serious movie, like his mo- his least Ramey movie. Uh, but it stars Bill Paxton and Billy Bob Thornton, and it's it's basically a, a pretty pretty simple premise for A Simple Plan, uh, where couple guys find a uh, crashed airplane in the wilderness and within that airplane, there's a bag full of $4 million and they determine whether or not they are going to keep it or not. And what that decision then leads them to. So, and uh, it's, it's a pretty good, pretty good movie. Oh, yeah, I, Billy yeah, Pops, you,
1: you keep that money though. On the real, you keep, you keep that money.
2: Um, They keep, they keep the money. They keep the money oh, yeah, it leads to money. all kinds of of things and uh yeah so uh billy bob thornton was actually nominated for an oscar back in the day for this movie it came out in 1998 and uh, he is very good in it and i like bill paxton a lot and yeah if you haven't seen this movie I, I i highly recommend it it's uh it's very late 90s you know this whole movie premise would have been totally different if cell phones were a thing and you know all that kind of stuff but
0: uh, not every, at that time.
2: Yeah, every cell phones change every horror movie forever. Mm-hmm. It's always funny when you watch movies from the late 90s where it's like right on the cusp of there weren't cell phones yet and a lot of movie plots could be entirely changed or irrelevant if cell phones existed. And I guess you could say that for things dating back way further than the the late 90s. But I just feel like 90s movies in particular... Or like that, because they're so modern, but not just not there yet from a tech standpoint. Yeah, but uh but I mean that's really it as far as what I've been watching. You know, I like I said I had been out of town recently, and then I've been back and I saw Doctor Strange. But I haven't been watching much because I've been playing a lot of something. But I'll talk about
0: that later. Oh no. Yeah. Uh Yeah. So I've been watching some stuff a little bit too. Just I I've been kind of I like to rewatch stuff. You yeah, know, I'm one of those. Um recently I have been Reasons. Yeah, it it definitely I mean I kinda understand why. Cause like not because it was bad or anything, but because of the subject matter and it was on the Disney channel. Uh and like Disney Plus has given a lot of people hope that this would get some fresh life. Uh, Granny Falls is fantastic. I found like I was laughing out loud by myself really loud like i was ugly laughing at some of the stuff that was going on in front of me uh the show's just got that humor if you haven't seen gravity have you seen gravity falls through i have not so this is a great one that you can watch with your daughter uh it's completely safe like it's 97 percent safe there is like a little interest but you have to know what's
1: going on to really
0: get that bit but gravity falls is a great show to watch with your kids uh, like Allie I said, it was on the it. Disney channel.
1: I remember Thomas got Allie hooked on it last summer and she loved her
0: to spend the summer with their uh, grunkle Stan. He's their their great uncle. Uh, they'd never met him before kind of thing. And uh, he lives in the woods uh, in this house that's like a tourist trap mystery spot kind of place. Uh, and he's like a con man, uh, con of people. But the, the, the kids are twins. The young boy, Dipper, he finds this mysterious journal uh, hidden in a secret compartment about all the weird things that go on around Gravity Falls. Uh, and he takes up the, the case. He takes up the investigation uh, where the journal left off. And it just goes from there. It's fantastic. And that like they actually made a physical version of that journal that's on the New York Times bestselling list. Uh, FYI, I've, I actually have been tempted to buy it a few times. But some guy, yeah, he's really funny. Uh, Seuss is more of a main character than that, but he's really funny. Um, and then there's, like, the old prospector guy. Uh, McGucket, I think his name is. Uh,
1: the two police officers <laughs> are super funny.
0: The two police officers are fantastic. Um, so all such,
1: is
2: it on
0: Disney Plus? Mm-hmm. I, th- I think it
1: is. Is it? It is. It's on Disney Plus. It's on Disney
0: Plus. I've actually been watching it on Hulu. So maybe it's on both. Okay.
1: Is it's is it on awesome. both. It's on both. I do believe. Interesting. So
0: yeah, I'm hoping that sometime it gets a revival because there's a huge, like cult following for this show. Um, and I, I would love to see more.
1: I would, it's the kind of show that's like, it's, it's definitely a kid's show in a cartoon, but definitely. the target demographic is probably like 10 to 14 year olds. It's not like a, I think even SpongeBob would have a lower age demographic than gravity falls. Uh, Gravity Falls is almost kind of like tween-ish in its uh, in its subject matter, I think. Um, and it moves really fast. I think from the get-go, it was going to be two seasons, and you can tell. It's fast, and then it ends. And when it ends, you're hungry for more, but it's almost like they went so fast that they could have spent a lot more time in the middle with this show. They could have spent uh, a lot and- more time in the middle. It has a beginning and it has an end. It has a season one and a season two and that's it. And I would love to see, you know, four seasons jammed into the middle. Well, looking uh, at
0: the the dates, uh, it looks like they definitely must've had developmental trouble because it's 2012 to 2016 for two seasons, you know? So obviously there's some delays some issues uh, possibly with the studio, but yeah, fantastic show. I, yeah, watch it, Drew. It's a good one. Um, it's up there with adventure time for me for sure. Uh, and I've been enjoying my rewatch like thoroughly. Uh, the other thing that I've been watching, so have you guys seen Russian doll on Netflix
2: first season and, and liked it. I haven't watched the second season, but I've heard mixed things about it.
0: Yeah. So I, I really, I loved the first season. Uh, it's a, it's like a groundhog's day story, you know, the classic, which I, I love a Groundhog's Day story. I don't know why. I love the original movie. I love this. I love... I mean, lots of stuff have done it. What's that one with Andy Sandberg? Palm Springs or something? Yeah, Palm Springs. Yeah. Good that movie. one's fantastic. Uh, and this one, this does such a good job. It's in TV form, which you don't really see. Normally, it's a movie. But she's living the same day over and over again until she figures out why and stops it. Blah, blah, blah. Season one. Season two... Very different. I thought she was gonna start living the same day over and over again, again, and it gets really weird. Uh, the sixties, I think, and she like is her mother.
1: This genre. It's here. kind
2: of sci-fi. Myth. First, the first season is pretty standard, Gary. Like, it's stars Natasha Lyonne, who like somebody who I've seen in movies and stuff for forever, like dating back to the American Pie lead. Um, but yeah, the first season, Gary, is like literally she just. Is it, like at a part so it's it's very standard but it's all about like why is this happening that kind of thing and probably didn't need a season two did not
0: need a season two. uh I've seen like three i think what hat feel
1: about don't consider watching season one appreciate the
0: it's pretty yeah, you watching. know those
1: streaming shows could never, never saw it but I, it was it was hot for
0: came out again um the plot really uh, big characters or important characters happened. Uh, which you don't get to see all the time it was cool First, the, yeah
1: Clarying and then
0: is now this storyline which actually i'm
2: watching ghost i like it i can now confirm that i've put a lot more hours into lego <laughs> star wars the skywalker saga and i'm still only like overall i can't help but have fun there's nothing in it that's where i'm just super mad that in this game regardless of their status like It'll be some guy you don't know, even
1: know. He plays poor. Drew just said she's one of the ones that has no ability. Mm.
2: And like, like you know, there's the fun of playing as the Rancor, but like he's also very slow and just strong and whatever. Like playing as it, is almost a hindrance, but like I'm glad that he's there. Or like Salacious Crumb doesn't have any special abilities. He's just a little laughing monkey creature that hangs out with Jabba the Hutt, but you can run around as him.
1: Watto playing his job is really list.
2: fun because you can sprint around and he's just giant and and crawls fast.
1: I saw Watto and Sabulba on the list.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Some uh some good episode one people for the pod racing. Oh
2: yeah, and there's Odie Mandrell. I have him unlocked. And Probably Ben Quadrineros too. Ben. Other pod race mm-hmm. uh, pilots. So yeah, there's just Ben Quadrineros. See the guy
0: that had the four pods.
1: Yeah, the one who blew up in the beginning. <laughs> the quad pods, because he's the
0: quadraneros. Yeah,
1: yeah he's, the, he's the one who right off the gate, he got that rented pod and the lasers the, don't work, and then the pod backfires, the engine swings around and then blows up and kills him. Yeah, that's him.
2: <laughs> so anyway, so that's Lego Star Wars. I'll probably talk about it more as I play more, but, you know, there's like a 300 plus characters in it, and I've only unlocked a little over 100 of them, so I have a long a long way to go.
1: Mother-effing Deep Rock Galactic has done it again, Drew. Um, Season 2 just came out for Deep Rock Galactic. There is a new secondary weapon for every single character. um, And they made them pretty strong. The Scout has a crossbow that can do like pheromone shots or explosion shots or lightning shots. Yeah. The gunner has a new arc coil pistol that does leaves like radiation and stuff in its wake so it can keep melting things afterwards. The driller has a microwaver gun which shoots invisible microwave particles because they're invisible. So it's you know easy to friendly fire your teammates but also melts bugs from the inside out and just immediately evaporates them. And then finally, my favorite, the engineer has like a beam cutter uh, laser gun. And it looks almost just like the Ghostbusters proton gun. And so I've already seen a bunch of screenshots online yeah, of four. Stuff, yeah. <laughs> I've seen a bunch of screenshots of four engineers that are surrounding things, crossing the, or trying not to cross their beams and stuff. So uh, there are new weapons. There's new mission types. There is a new boss enemy who just roams around the map. Um, and may attack you. There are new things to hack. Like there's a hacking terminal that controls turrets on the map that will pop up and attack you. So you have to hack that to turn them all off. Yeah. Uh, there are there are new cosmetics. There's a new a whole new mineral to get cosmetics. All free. Free. And Deep Rock Galactic's on Game Pass. Um, so if you have Game Pass, it's free. Free. Other than that, Deep Rock's only like a twenty dollar game. Deep Rock Galactic is... one of the greatest
0: co-op experiences of all time.
1: I can safely say at this point, it's one of my favorite games of all time. Not only is it one of the best co-op games of all time, it's one of my favorite games of all time. Um, I I don't know if they're ever going to need to make a Deep Rock Galactic 2 the way that they're supporting Deep Rock 1. The game is only like five or six gigs. You can fit it on any device. It's multiplayer. It, it, there's so many cosmetics to unlock if that's what you're into. This would be um, a
0: cool game to play uh, with a deep dive on a Nerve Gear.
1: Yeah, it would. That's so when the, they
0: need to remake it. <laughs>
1: uh, just the other day, I, was, I wanted to play something before the stream and I didn't know what I wanted to play. And Deep Rock's great. You can get in, you can get a match done in like 15 minutes with strangers, jump into their match, and it counts as yours because you can join ongoing missions that you need to accomplish. So you can get a match done quick. Uh, strangers in Deep Rock are way better than most games because the game does not have a PvP option, so no one is actively trying to screw you over. Everyone's trying to work together, and they keep the squad small enough that you don't really get trolls infiltrating the game often. So it's got a great community. Music, they always add hilarious new voice lines. Um, love Deep Rock Galactic.
0: Yeah, the characters yep. actually like say more stuff every time they update. It's crazy. Um, and also, it seems like they update like the way their AI responds. It seems they update the way their maps generate. Because we've been playing this game for years. And we still constantly see brand new map shapes, types. Uh, the enemies come at you in ways you don't expect. Like the other day, we thought that you could only ever have two bulk detonators show up in a mission, ever. Uh, and we got three. And we were like, okay, you can stop now. Uh, and it was... This game's always throwing something new at you, and that new boss is cool. Uh, it will hide in rooms, and it'll pretend that it's one of your teammates, and it'll say voice lines in their voice and try to lure you in there, and then it'll grab you and shake the life out of you with tentacle arms. Uh, and It yeah. is... It's so fun, man. And also, yeah, Season up, 2 like... has a much better uh reward chart this time i like it a lot more than last time last time it was chaotic and you had to go down every branch to get like um the emote for every character but now they consolidated it a little bit it's a little better
1: yeah they they definitely cleaned up some of their cosmetic stuff as well yeah that enemy you were talking about is really cool it'll it'll like call out in you know different voices help me i'm hurt i'm injured uh, and you can tell there's like this robot effect over it so you hear this creepy robotic voice trying to lure you into the next room and it just lets you know like uh oh like we're, we're about to be in it guys this this and it like jahan said it'll it's a floating platform with these two giant like docock arms and it will just grab you and pinch you and one hit kill you and it'll it carries you around after it kills you so your allies can't get you back until you destroy the machine supposedly that's what i've heard
0: it's pretty dope.
1: Um, there's also a secret outfit. If you die during a mission, you respawn in a hospital gown in your little underwear show.
0: Yeah, that's new, too. Yeah, they add, they're always adding more stuff, man. It's so cool.
1: It's a game that keeps on giving. I love Deep Rock Galactic.
0: Me, too. It's also, yeah, it's one of my favorite games as well, for sure.
1: Um, do you have anything else, Sean?
0: Uh, I mean, just... uh a couple things uh so Chaos Gate demon Hunter came out uh something I've been really excited for I it got mixed reviews I haven't had a chance to play it yet but I played the original 1998 Chaos Gate like when I was a kid man and like it's a it's a tactics uh game set in the Warhammer universe where you're like taken to fight to chaos uh you can fully customize all your dudes in the original cuz that's all I played um, and, yeah, man, this game looks really dope. I think I'm going to go ahead and pull the trigger and buy it, even though the reviews are kind of mixed. But, yeah. What about you, Gary? Anything in the world of Warhammer?
1: Speaking <laughs> of Warhammer...
2: I've I, seen uh... the tweets. I I was <laughs> waiting for this to come out. I've, I've yeah. been waiting.
1: So, I, I've i always loved Warhammer minis. They're, they're expensive, and it's an expensive hobby to get into as a kid. It and is. I would have wanted to play with somebody else, And uh, I don't think any of my friends were willing to jump into Warhammer deep in junior high at the time, besides me. Um, Fast forward, it's been like 20 something years since I first laid eyes on Warhammer figures. And I have always loved the Orcs and. uh, The Tyranid. That's right, and the Tyranid. So I had to make my decision which one was I going to get? I went with Orcs, I got some boys. I got myself some boys. Uh, I also got uh, a couple of little boys. Got a couple little vehicle packs also. So you guys just keep your eyes peeled, and I'll be uh, Ooh, I'm learning to see those. <laughs> I'll be learning to paint some more Hammer minis. I was watching YouTube videos last night and painting. Uh, I thought I was going to paint one figure, just like hey, it's my first one. I'm going to do it. Uh, I ended up staying up until five in the morning.
0: Yeah, that'll
1: have just because the painting was awesome. We were watching Terminator 2. My wife and I were just chilling, watching movies, painting figures, relaxed. It was, oh, it yeah. was awesome.
2: Painting miniatures and watching Terminator 2. dope, That's what dude. That's my kind of night. That's yeah, my man. kind of night,
1: too, man. It, it couldn't have got any better. Uh, I'm super happy. Uh, my wife helped push me this way. She was like, you need to paint something. And I was like, well, I've always wanted these Warhammer minis. I've like, been telling oh, you, man. Get
0: such a perfect hobby for you. Would, yeah. Perfect so hobby. So it's... A,
1: yeah, man, it's. I've really enjoyed it, and I've only made two pieces so far. But I'm looking forward to putting more armies together and more figures together, and continuing to uh, post my journey. Maybe you'll on You'll even
0: get to play one day. That'd be cool.
1: Yeah, there is think... a hobby shop in town, so maybe I'll have to take my stuff to Santa Fe to play though.
2: Here's my thing with with the miniatures: is like when you're painting an army of all orcs, you know, does it get repetitive if you're painting the same type of figure over and over? You know, the look so, the same. The thing
0: about, so I don't know if the viewers know, I feel like you guys know, but I have been a Warhammer fan since I was like 12. Uh, I had the armies, you know, I remember getting the boxes for Christmas. Uh, You know, me and Kayvon coordinated uh, getting the big box set and then we switched because it came with two armies. We both got the box and we switched half. So like he took her. So you actually get to put the arms how you want them to be you can make them like in some instances you can make them hold whatever weapon you want
1: you can put yeah, action comes poses open, comes with some open-handed figures that you can put any guns or any axes or anything in their hand it comes with a bunch of right arms a bunch of left arms so yeah you can mix and match uh, you can mix and match heads and legs and even uh, <laughs> earlier today jahan sent me a link and it was somebody who had orcs but they had mixed him with one of the uh, imperial armies And so they had taken the hats off of a bunch of the Imperial soldiers. So all the orcs were wearing like World War II hats and they were in like World War II souped up vehicles. So, you know, it's fun stuff like that, that once you start to get a bit better at painting and especially if you're just painting and building as a hobby to showcase, then you can start mixing whatever you want, Uh, you know, because it's not something that needs to be regulated on a play table. You can, you can make these awesome fantasy machines, um, and so I know Jahan and I at some point are going to get back around to Warhammer 40k. I have all
0: mine. I have my three thousand dollars worth of Warhammers sitting, <laughs> sitting um, downstairs.
1: Whether whether we get to Warhammer 40k because we're playing Dark Tide when that comes out, or whether we play 40k because of a tabletop role playing game, I know that we'll get back around to 40k at some point, and I'll be happy to have my my boys, my orcs by then. Super uh, cool, man.
0: I'm glad this you got like the a, hobby, man.
1: Yeah, man, it's like a little kid dream checked off the list. You know what I mean? I got my I got my orcs.
0: It made me jealous, man. I wanted to start painting again.
1: <laughs> we should, uh, you should, you know, if you have some time. I know your week is pretty packed up, but if you ever have a free day of the week, maybe we could do a stream where we just sit here and paint and shoot the Yeah, freeze. that'd be a
0: cool stream, man. Like maybe a paint with us stream.
1: Yeah, we could just put our cameras facing straight down and looking at the minis and sit here and talk and paint. I wouldn't I mind at all. I thought that'd
0: be pretty cool, too. Uh, yeah, no, so Warhammer... Great hobby to have. I'm glad you, you got it, man.
1: Yeah. You can follow me at casual TCDG. If you want to see uh, the progress, I I've kind of been posting as I go. So hopefully my, my painting will get better. I've been watching some YouTube videos and, uh, and you know, I'm trying to learn. So Your painting, try will to learn, only learn. get better, Gary. That's exactly right. If you're trying to learn, you do learn.
0: It'll only get better. Yeah, man. And it's cool to have that hobby. Now that I can 3d print stuff. <laughs> yeah i can make cool stuff uh but yeah that was all for me
1: that's all i got man um if you guys like what you see if you like what you hear we're fresh out the podcast you could tell everybody about fresh out the podcast we have a bunch of listens and a bunch of downloads but we could have a bunch more too um if you are a guy who gives out uh media passes for stuff then